The new monarch of Rome, the first ruler over the whole domain of Romano-Hellenic civilization, Gaius Julius Caesar, was in his 56th year, born on the 12th of July, approximately 102 BC, when the battle at Thapsus, the last link in a long chain of momentous victories, placed the decision as to the future of the world in his hands. Few men have had their elasticity so thoroughly put to the proof as Caesar the sole creative genius produced by Rome, and the last produced by the ancient world, which accordingly moved on in the path that he marked out for it until its sun went down. Sprung from one of the oldest noble families of Latium, which traced back its lineage to the heroes of the Iliad and the kings of Rome, and in fact to the Venus Aphrodite common to both nations, he spent the years of his boyhood and early manhood as the genteel youth of that epoch were in the habit of spending them. He had tasted the sweetness as well as the bitterness of the cup of fashionable life, had recited and declaimed, had practiced literature and made verses in his idle hours, had prosecuted love intrigues of every sort, and got himself initiated into all the mysteries of shaving, curls, and ruffles pertaining to the toilet wisdom of the day, as well as into the still more mysterious art of always borrowing and never paying. But the flexible steel of that nature was proof against even these dissipated and flighty courses. Caesar retained both his bodily vigor and his elasticity of mind and of heart unimpaired. In fencing and in riding he was a match for any of his soldiers, and his swimming saved his life at Alexandria. The incredible rapidity of his journeys, which usually, for the sake of gaining time, were performed by night, a thorough contrast to the precision-like slowness with which Pompeius moved from one place to another, was the astonishment of his contemporaries, and not the least among the causes of his success. The mind was like the body. His remarkable power of intuition revealed itself in the precision and practicability of all his arrangements, even where he gave orders without having seen with his own eyes. His memory was matchless, and it was easy for him to carry on several occupations simultaneously with equal self-possession. Although a gentleman, a man of genius, and a monarch, he had still a heart— so long as he lived, he cherished the purest veneration for his worthy mother Aurelia, his father having died early. To his wives, and above all to his daughter Julia, he devoted an honorable affection, which was not without reflex influence even on political affairs. With the ablest and most excellent man of his time, of high and of humble rank, he maintained noble relations of mutual fidelity with each after his kind. As he himself never abandoned any of his partisans after the pusillanimous and unfeeling manner of Pompeius, but adhered to his friends, and that not merely from calculation, through good and bad times, without wavering, several of these, such as Aulus Hirtius and Gaius Matthias, gave, even after his death, noble testimonies of their attachment to him. If in a nature so harmoniously organized any one aspect of it may be singled out as characteristic, it is this, that he stood aloof from all ideology and everything fanciful. As a matter of course, Caesar was a man of passion, for without passion there is no genius. But his passion was never stronger than he could control.' 
He had had his season of youth, and song, love, and wine had taken lively possession of his spirit. But with him they did not penetrate to the inmost core of his nature. Literature occupied him long and earnestly, but while Alexander could not sleep for thinking of the Homeric Achilles, Caesar, in his sleepless hours, mused on the inflections of the Latin nouns and verbs. He made verses, as everybody then did, but they were weak. On the other hand, he was interested in subjects of astronomy and natural science. While wine was and continued to be with Alexander, the destroyer of care, the temperate Roman, after the revels of his youth were over, avoided it entirely.